Hey, Sid. Hey, Brian. How's it going? It's going great, as always. <laughs> it really is. I always feel like I, <laughs> I don't mean it. I really do mean it. I'm glad. Thank you. Uh, what's your update? I uh, signed up for a new newsletter. <laughs> recommendation coming through for y'all yes i'm excited (laughs) uh i really love this one too and i didn't recommend it earlier because i was like i'm gonna give it a few just to make sure that i like this that's it because i i signed up on a whim um but the new york times has a smarter living newsletter Mm. it's a weekly roundup of the best advice on living a better smarter and more fulfilling life which i feel like everybody should be on board with that. I feel like this newsletter could replace us because aren't those also our goals? <laughs> yeah, but it's different. Okay. <laughs> I but trust you, know. you. My first question is uh, New York Times has notoriously been decreasing their amount of free articles. They have. I noticed that I clicked something recently and couldn't read it. And I was like, shoot. I'm right. to start paying for this stuff. So I'm nervous and I believe in paying for my media most of the time Mm -hmm. but i also appreciate a a freebie so when i if and when because i will subscribe to this newsletter does it take you like to the website to have to read a full article that sid is an excellent question (laughs) so the newsletter is wonderful because it's it's themed around one thing so you read one thing but the smarter living website like the section of the digital newspaper Mm -hmm. uh it has many a variety of articles so it's kind of like we're going to give you a taste of all the things that are available on our website and i think some of them are free and some of them are not but what you get in the newsletter is like a full read a full read like you can read it directly in and then i think it says like view it like you can click it or like click through to like more smarter living I like that. Okay, so it's not going to break my piggy bank by having to make me first blow through my free articles and then pay for the digital subscription. Yeah. Okay. And one of the reasons why I like this so much is that it gives me a specific thing to read. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I find newsletters are overwhelming because I'm like, I now want to read four things in here and I didn't I don't have time for that I opened this to read one thing and now I've got a lot on my plate and I'm probably going to accidentally delete this and then not read any of them that's a that's a spiral Mm -hmm. (laughs) for sure so what's nice about this is it's like here's the thing that you're going to read about this week and then you read about it and then it's over and then you feel fulfilled and if you want to go back for more you can I like that. I think this is definitely one that I'm obviously going to have to sign up for. Okay. Uh, I have two that I read every single day that I love, and I feel like I could stand to add one more. All right. I think I've got time for it because it is a really nice way. I think we've talked about this before where having this right first thing in the morning is a really good way to start your day, like sipping your coffee, getting your news. Mm-hmm. And I do feel I've been I've been spending less time on Twitter recently. And so I do feel like I've got my news fill. I have more often than I care to admit felt like I've been out of the like pop culture, like quick hit things that have been fun, like the memes and the articles. Like I was totally off the like Popeye's verse. Oh, what's the other one? 
Chick-fil-A. Yeah, I was I had n- I had no idea what people were talking about with that until way too late. It's sad. <laughs> it was sad, but I have accepted that's my but life also now. Freeing. <laughs> yeah. Yes. But I do really like a good newsletter where I feel like I'm at least getting like for this a fulfilling piece that will mm-hmm. help my life and then my news ones that will help like inform me yeah. for my day. All right. Well it's then worth it. I'm signing up. You've convinced me, as you always do. <laughs> What's happening in your world? Okay. I think I talked about, in the, at least somewhere in the last few, that I've started classes. And I'm excited to let everybody know that I also love my classes. Yay! <laughs> it's always kind of a toss-up. <laughs> you never know when you start. Truly, truly. Because you're, you're like, sitting there, you're like, go? this could go in so many directions. But... I'm taking two leadership classes this semester, one around leadership and management and one around leadership and team dynamics, both things that I really, really care about. Um, but the one that I'm excited about, I, I wouldn't say more, but I like I really I think I'm more excited because it was a surprise about the angle that we're taking. Cool. So leadership and management is more around like studying leadership philosophies and like leadership as a process mm-hmm. versus like a person who has leadership capabilities does that make sense yes yeah so it's really cool great yeah and i actually really like the text i've been actively reading the textbook and feel like i can fall into the information and have been really enjoying actually reading it not just doing like a cliff notes version or skimming it and trying to make stuff up only reading the section that you have to for the pop quiz exactly Tuesday. <laughs> yes, I have been <laughs> participating. And this is one of my hybrid classes. So a lot of it happens online. So we're doing a lot of discussion stuff online. And I love that I love the topic because I feel like I can actively and and want to participate in other people's like um, takes on the chapters and the case studies and the articles that we read. So it's been really cool. And one of the outcomes of this class is to like kind of come up with our own leadership philosophy. Ooh. Yeah. And I, on the first day of the class, I was like, I feel like we're inundated with leadership styles and philosophies all the time. And we're kind of like piecemealing together all these different ones to just kind of fake it Mm -hmm. through and just pretend we know what we're doing. But being able to learn what the actual philosophies are and what they're based on, based in research and like who you are as a person and kind of putting all those things together gives me hope that at the end of it, I'll have a leadership philosophy that I can like go to and mantra and rely on in a way that I have not had in the past. And is it something that's defined for yourself or for like a collective leader group? I think it's for yourself, but can definitely like be applied to others and to like different groups. So we're looking at a bunch of different ones and then it will be like what fits for us, but that's not to say that it's it doesn't apply to many other people at the same time. And it's almost like what we talked about with the Simon Sinek thing of like, you don't have to be the originator of the idea. You just mm-hmm. find the thing that you want to follow and kind of like live that truth. And I, I feel like this kind of can mirror that philosophy. So I'm excited. And I, again, like who likes a textbook? Nobody. And I actually do. Look at me. Look at how (laughs) far you've come. When I just kind of, I think last year at this time, I completely kind of just like waddled my way through the textbook that I had for one of my classes. I don't even know if I opened it at all. Oh. Truly. 
a, that's a share. <laughs> but I've changed, <laughs> and I'm much better informed now. <laughs> Clearly a topic of interest will get you to read uh, the content that's needed. 1,000%. So, so I feel like this will be maybe a future topic for us as I'm able to, like, dig into stuff a little bit more. Again, like, leadership as a process was just kind of a mind, yeah. mind blow for me. That nugget is sticking with me because I haven't either heard it in that way before or seen it exemplified in that way. But I think it takes, um, I think it takes it to an important level for, to, like, frame it in that way as, like, you as a person, like when you look to someone and you're like, well, you're the leader. Mm-hmm. It's like, let's all like think about this as a collective maybe in a way. Absolutely. So like how can we all contribute to leadership? Yeah. Um, and like an individual doesn't control all the things. Right. And how can that leader? Because like a lot of times the most successful people end up talking about like the reason why I'm successful is because I'm surrounded by the right people. So like right. how do you create your leadership system? to operate effectively so true it's exciting right like i i could feel you get excited (laughs) while you were talking about you're interested (laughs) that's all i'm going for all the time (laughs) love it so we'll get into that probably at a later date but that is what um is going on with me i'm into it yeah um all right what are we talking about today braun vacation Again? Great. <laughs> we get to go on another vacation. But a different different framing frame of mind. Wow. Um, I think coming off of the summer vacay season, mm-hmm. uh, this is this is timely. We've been thinking about how um, important it is for us to take periodic days off. Yeah. And not having a reason for it can often be challenging. Uh, but it is really important. So we wanted to like kind of use this time to talk through how we make time off a priority for ourselves when we need it and also know how to ask for it because it can be hard to ask for time off when it's like, well, what do you do? Where are you going? So, so true. (laughs) You're like, I don't want to tell you, which might feel different than what you operated before where you gave like, you made your calendar like public and everybody could see like what you were doing at all times and now there's maybe a shift happening where like I don't want everybody to know like what I'm doing with my time all the time yeah so I like let's get into it I feel like we're we're We're, ready we're on our way (laughs) you found a couple of articles that I think you kind of based this idea off of for us to kind of build on top of is that correct that, that is correct, but it mo- I mostly was thinking about it because uh, I myself mm-hmm. have shifted from uh, like logged, like a set number of PTO hours to oh, yeah. PTO stands for paid time off. We'll be referencing it in good. that capacity for, from here on out. It's a good clarification. Uh, <laughs> to um, unlimited vacation you're right that's where this came from yes yes that idea that that's a that's a strong shift so um i feel like when we think about like why vacation is hard like it's now a new experience for me which i never thought this would be a thing that would happen is like feeling guilty about asking for vacation time when before i was in a system where it was like um i would like it was a program that I went into Mm -hmm. and would request a day and then it was like you've been approved and like this the process was different and And it's a lot less personal which is kind of nice yeah it's and 
like there's still I'm still very much conscious of like taking time off the, in the same capacity as I did before like I'm aware of projects that are coming up and all of those things but I think from a wider perspective what is it how are how are we looking at our vacation time and a like taking vacation because it's necessary and like good for your health period yeah and b knowing that there's maybe occasions for you to take a day or a half day or a couple days to just like get back to sanity Normal. sometimes yeah and i think that second part is really important for us to acknowledge because like while yes it is wonderful to be like i'm going to take a week off and i'm going to the the like new beach resort that opened up in my favorite place like but that's an undertaking mm-hmm. that requires obvious budget yeah <laughs> and, like, <Does> it? <laughs> and so what about pto and vacation time that's like just for you and why does it feel weird and hard for us to be like i just want to take a day yeah i want to take this thursday off and that's so you make a couple you always make great points as always <laughs> but i think you bring to light just at the core of pto versus like just unlimited versus you know um a structure that has specific things that you're taking off for mm-hmm. like my structure is like vacation or sick time or like personal time and all three of those are very different in terms of like now I have to think about okay which category does this actually fit into when I'm thinking about a day that's just like to get my life back on track where does that fall because I wouldn't necessarily call that vacation (laughs) I mean maybe someone would but I would not yeah but I also can't really call that a sick day so I think that is also maybe part of this conversation in a Mm -hmm. way that I didn't actually think about before of how we identify days like that that are necessary and and needed and maybe we should just overhaul the whole HR structure period. <laughs> Let's take that on. Well, well, well. <laughs> Interesting approach. <laughs> but, uh what I think so you mentioned articles and so I read this one from Girls Night In Club recently that talked about the one piece that I took from it that I was like, "Oh, I'm so surprised by this." is that um when it comes to taking paid time off when you have an unlimited vacation, it feels like you haven't earned it. Where yeah. it's like when you get when in especially mm. in my last system, it was like I think I earned it. I accrued time because I worked. Yeah. And, and you had there was a ceiling as well, mm-hmm. I assume, because there's a ceiling for me. Like if I hit the ceiling, I no longer accrue. And so now I'm just giving away free time. Yeah. And that's not cool. And no one wants that. <laughs> right. And the there also is an element to that where if you're accruing time, you should be like you you're earning this time. Right. Whereas with unlimited vacation, you don't feel as if you've earned it. There's a mindset. Even like yeah, there, the mindset is that you haven't earned this time, so it feels weird or hard or like I don't have a reason or like ah let me not take it. And then some percentage of time ends up like you end up taking less vacation time than you did if you had a job where you accrued time. 
And I wonder if when that shift was made, and so this is like why I really like my program, because this is the kind of like research I want to know, is when that shift happened, because I think it was mostly with like the startup culture. Totally. um, Where that was like one of the big initiatives is like, you're not really counting time off. Like it's unlimited, take it whenever you need. It doesn't accrue, but it also never runs out. Mm -hmm. And in, you know, in First, thinking about that, it seems really exciting and very necessary. But I wonder if there was any research that went into like how that would affect people, like social science wise, mm-hmm. and the way that they think about how their time is valued. And for so long, it was valued by the amount that you get to take off because of what you've done. Yeah. Um, and taking that away is a hard shift to make especially if you've lived, even if you've always been in that kind of a a situation, I think it still just doesn't feel right. Right? Right. But I think unlimited vacation, like, the reason why it is the way that it is, is, like, it's a perk. Right. Like, they're saying, like, this is a special offering that we have, we're providing you as a benefit to all the effort that you're putting into this job. It's you as the person that have shifted it into... Right. Our brains. I don't deserve this time off oh and so we could go on that for a long time <laughs> <laughs> and the i think the important thing to shift is like you do deserve yeah a vacation and what does that look like and how do you ask for it because there is a an important mindset shift that if you are feeling like it's hard for you to take time off like yes there are scenarios where it's like don't take time off if you are like working on a major project <laughs> yeah like, that's the thing to keep in mind <laughs> or like during tax season don't take time off as like an accountant <laughs> yeah and i imagine that there still is like an approval process even with like unlimited like you like you say i mean it's not just that you leave in the middle of a project. Yeah, I feel like you like with vacation, no matter where you work, there has to be some. Unless you work for yourself, like obviously you choose your own hours. And those people probably take no time off, <laughs> is what I'm gonna guess. But I think whether you frame it as a, a staycation or a vacation, the occasional day off for like quote unquote no reason, or like a, it's not a formalized like I'm spending two weeks in Europa. And having Ooh. a grand old time. Yeah. Goals. Still need to Two set that time. Two weeks in Europa. <laughs> Saving for it. Um, but what happens is that when you do take this time off, you feel refreshed. You don't feel burnt out. You feel mentally re-energized. You're creative, productive, and happy and end up doing better work. Yeah. So, like, I feel like the mentality over an unlimited vacation like again i keep bringing up the unlimited vacation because it does like have this connotation of like oh no we've like set ourselves up for not taking time but like people who also have accrued two to five weeks of vacation are still not taking time for themselves either i have a full i think right now i i do have like a full four weeks like banked right now and you took vacation this year and i took vacation and so that's I mean, I don't want to say it's impressive because it's really bad (laughs) because it's not good. Um, But I think it's also looking at what it means to if you're always, you know, there's never going to be 
it's like with anything in life. There's never the right time to do anything, especially for something that you don't feel is urgent mm-hmm. that is not in the vacation category. Like it would be very difficult for me to just be like, I need a couple of days to like do my laundry and and go to the dry cleaner. And it's going to take more than just my lunch hour to like get this stuff done. And so I, I think we really need to figure out how we give ourselves permission and I think it starts within your organization, obviously. But totally. I think it's also advocating for yourself, which is something we talk about all the time, and figuring out maybe it's like a system, because you know we love the system, and figuring <laughs> out like, okay, maybe it's once a month. There was someone that I used to work with that took a, a day off once a month, and that was like a rule that she had. And That's she awesome. was not blocked from doing it either. So she was off on a Friday once a month, at least in addition to like other vacations and stuff that she had planned. And I think it kind of worked itself out math wise where like she never ran out of time off because she did that, but she was also sane. (laughs) So I feel like there is maybe a system that we can put in place that works for ourselves and our like organizations that say like, I need this and I have this time bank. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to take it. Yeah. And I feel like it's a culture thing. Yeah. I've noticed that uh, one of the things that is helpful um, is seeing other people on your team, mm-hmm. in your organization, taking time, leaders taking time and being like, I'm out, I'm not responding to emails. And especially when it's coming from a leadership perspective, like they're setting the tone for the rest of the team or the rest of the organization to say, this is how we treat vacation. Because it's one thing to say it right, and be like, it's okay for you to take a day if you need a day and then to actually like do it, implement it or be like respond positively when someone requests it. Mm -hmm. And so that in mind, sometimes the scary part is like building up the ask. Right. And oh my gosh. Yeah. And like, again, in the last organization I worked for, it was really easy because it was a system Mm -hmm. that like the first step was going through the process of like putting it in and then like, then saying like the manager has gotten a notification that I've requested that time then I send a formal email that says here's my vacation time as well as a you know formal invite uh, or formal email explaining when I'm going away but uh again in the girls night in club uh article they shared this very simple email request quote I'm writing to formally request PTO from x date to x date period, I'd be happy to create a coverage plan once I know the approval status of this request. Hmm. Thank you. I love that. And I'd also wonder if you're, because this feels very necessarily so like formal to me of the way that it's structured. And I wonder how we would tweak it if like our culture isn't, like if I sent, I know if I sent this email, people would be like, is she okay? (laughs) That feels really formal. So it's then taking it and saying like, okay, let me start with this as a base yeah, and then say, okay, how like how does my office operate, or how do we do things where like I can still send it in an email, but not have people like worry if like like there's something loose in my brain <laughs> because I sent it that way. Totally, and sometimes it's as easy as like I always think a, a personal like a one to one conversation for is sure. easier. So like whether that's with your manager or HR, depending on the protocol for that type of thing of just like, hey, I have. Uh, upcoming time off that I'd um that I'd like to request and then just like share the date or the dates yeah and then be like 
I'll send it in a formal email following, but just wanted to like give you a heads up and make sure that from a project standpoint, we're covered. Covered. And like the reality is, as long as you're giving like minimum two weeks time, like there's no way that you can't accommodate that, especially like from a project standpoint, you can get coverage or like you can plan accordingly. Right. Or prep in advance, like however, however it's required, it is a simple, I'd like to request these days off. Please let me know if it's approved and I'll be sure to send a, a calendar invite and, and make sure that I remind you as we approach the date. And I like that too because it's the I'd like to versus the I'm going to, which regardless of like where you work, I think there's some like professionalism that comes with like acknowledging a, a power structure and just knowing that you might... I think saying like I'm going to is I don't know. It doesn't I we're we will talk about this at a later date, but aggressive or assertive and I feel like the I'm going to versus the I'd like to is just more of a respect thing. Mm-hmm. Um totally. Right? Like I don't want to feel like I'm I'm like shying away from what shouldn't be a difficult conversation, but I also think there's a respect that comes with the I'd like to I'm requesting this mm-hmm. versus just the assumption that it's going to happen. Yeah, totally, totally feel you on that. Yeah. I think it's important. I do too. I know that, you know, kind of the reason we're talking about this is the you deserve a day off mentality. And I again, going back to the fact that that's kind of hard to wrap our brains around <laughs> when it doesn't look like a full vacation. So I th- I'd love to talk about like why we deserve a day off and what we do with those days if they don't look like a big trip or even like a day trip or something like that and maybe some things we didn't think about as options for that because I know I generally would not just like take a day to but I have a friend who after she's been on vacation if she has requested time off for actual vacation she always takes an extra day yes to get her herself back on track if there's any advice that you get from this episode, it is that. It is that. I ne- <laughs> I don't think I've ever done that. And I don't know why. Because I am, like, not even unproductive. I am just not nice. <laughs> well, especially if you're coming back in, like, the middle of a week. Yeah. You need, like, a day to catch up on laundry or, like, recover from jet lag. Yeah. And, like, there's a potential for your flight to be delayed. Like, Whatever the situation is, it just makes sense for you to buffer a day. Right. And, like, get back settled in. Because you want to walk back into the work day. Like, I feel refreshed. Vacation has been amazing. Like, I'm ready to get down to business. I'm ready to get into it versus, like, going to bed at 1 in the morning because your flight was delayed and then knowing that you have to get up at 7 a.m. the next morning to go into work. Like, that's not going to work. And then you walk in and everybody's like, how's your vacation? And you're like, if you talk to me, (laughs) daggers. You say anything to me (laughs) unless you have a coffee in your hand, I don't want to talk to you. For real. But that's so true. And I think, so how do we then translate that mentality of like you usually need a day after a vacation to like get yourself together how do we translate that to just taking a day just because you need to get yourself together regardless of if you've been like out of the country out of town whatever it is or not like taking a middle of the week and I read somewhere once that like taking a middle of the week day off is actually really refreshing because it breaks up your week nicely and allows you to get stuff done 
um, on weekday hours that like banking stuff, dry cleaning stuff, like all of the things, like not having to stand in line. If you have kids, not like having to do the like weekend dance of like fighting lines of any kind. 1000%. I feel like there is a, like what you were saying, your, your friend or your former coworker or whatever, um, whatever, (laughs) (laughs) um, (laughs) that individual who took one day a month, like, oh yeah, maybe you should do that to like accommodate for all your appointments and chores. And like, cause I feel like there's so many things where it's like, I don't have time to do that. And I'm just, I'm not going to do it on a Saturday, like drop off dry cleaning or like, get my teeth cleaned yeah like it's annoying to have to leave work in the middle of the day or like start your day at set like make an appointment appointment at 7 30 in the morning no thank to you to go get your teeth cleaned is like why no. <laughs> I'd, ra- I'd rather not and like the reality is like there are obviously certain things like if you're going to therapy weekly power to you keep those weekly appointments up For do sure. what you gotta do yeah um but a lot of appointments are either annual mm-hmm. or like once a quarter, once every six months, or like, tr- like, like, not what, not a thing that you want to do, and then have to go into an office and like be a person. Yeah, there are some appointments that you're just like, I don't want to come, like, come in after that appointment and like try to do my job that day. It's just like I'm not going to do good work that day because it was a, an appointment that we don't like going to, right. or it just takes a lot out of you. Whatever yeah. it is. Totally. So I think um, setting a day where you knock all those like annoying to do's of like adulthood out of the way, because then a you get so much done. Yeah. And then it's all off your to do list. And you've kind of had like a like a Wednesday daytime just and then you can like treat yourself to lunch or something in between. For sure. Something lovely like that. Um I read an article in the New York Times that said you should set a day uh, if you're, like, just picking a day, a PTO day. uh, Use it to, like, get all your finances in order. Stop. (laughs) That's a great idea. (laughs) I said stop because I got upset, but that's a great idea. (laughs) Because, again, another thing, like, at the end of a work day to have to... bank. Thinking about the... Well, A, (laughs) the bank closes before I get out of work. <laughs> yeah, and it's either slammed on lunch and then, yeah, it, you're not going to make it there unless you leave work early, which, like, for some of us is not usually an option. And right. so I think that's a great idea, even though, th- you know, thinking about finances of any kind just, like, makes my anxiety spike a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, like, thinking about – I remember um, this past tax season, I – Put, I put it off a couple weeks because I was like, oh, this is so annoying because I just don't want to do it after work. Like, I don't want to spend my evening where I want, I'd rather be, like, drinking wine or, like, on my weekend where it's like, you're going to have to dedicate a solid four <laughs> hours to getting all these docs ready. Oh, no, thank <laughs> you. And so to be able to say, like, I'm going to take a half day on Friday or I'm going to take my whole Friday, take a PTO day, and, like, yeah, it's a three-day weekend, but you're, like, getting stuff done so that you can fully embrace and enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, and the like, time is yours. You have earned this time. Right. And I think going back to what we were talking about, too, with, like, earning your time, if it helps, maybe, like, do your own accrual if you exist in this world of unlimited vacation where you're, like, yeah. um, I've been working at the company for, you know, 
two years. And at this point, I'd probably like at a minimum, I want three weeks of vacation or like whatever frame of mind you'd like to be in and either block that time on your calendar early or like figure out a system to say like by this each quarter, I should have taken X number of days. I love I love that. Even if you have like an accrual system, I think that that is a really good check in. And like we talk about again, like the you deserve a day off is the reason we said it that way is that. I think that check-in, because it goes by very quickly, especially if you're in like a high stakes job or if you have a high stress environment or it's not exactly commonplace for people to take time off, then it's really important that you are keeping track of those things and you are making sure that you are getting what you need. And so having that quarterly system, I mean, we do everything else, right? Like on a monthly, quarterly basis, whatever it is. Yeah, like why Why not, are we not adding this? Why not have a tally system of yeah. like, I should take at a minimum four days this quarter. Yeah. Let's see if I can do it. I've had my <laughs> Make eight, it a game. eight ounces of water <laughs> right now. Just add it to the list of things that you're doing all the time. <laughs> Put it in Sid's planner. Oh, the planner. <laughs> but the other thing is like sometimes it is hard to take time. So maybe it's tacking on an extra day when you already have a holiday that's coming. Oh, yeah. Because like if you have... Uh, fourth of july off some people are luxury luxuriously benefited with an additional day mm-hmm. so like add another day then you've got like a six day weekend <laughs> right 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 and i think we just need like for me the biggest hurdle for this is like checking my mindset and my guilt ometer mm-hmm. because i have a tendency to guilt myself more than anybody would ever guilt me And I think we just need to keep that in check and have, like, your buddy at work. Like, I have a very good friend who checks and says, like, have you taken any time? Like, take some time. Figure Mm -hmm. that out. And if we don't have – I'm very lucky to have that person. But if you don't have that person, you need to be that person for yourself. So, like, I think the system is great. But ask yourself why you're feeling the way that you're feeling around taking time off. And I think that's something that we don't do enough is, like, why am I feeling this way? And if it's not being put on me by my organization, then, like, why do I exist in this space? Mm -hmm. And, like, do your homework and figure out, like, why you're feeling that guilt or – Maybe it's how you feel about the work that you're doing or whatever it is. I think it it pays to ask those questions because you'll continue to have that habit of just just burning yourself out, not taking a day to like get your necessity stuff done. Mm-hmm. Um, and it catches up with you so fast. So I think we also have a responsibility to like check our own feelings on this and why we operate the way we do. I fully agree with that. And I think, Taking time to just do nothing is also really valuable. Oh my gosh, yeah. And sometimes it's like doing nothing like that one of the last episodes we did recently of like use it as a day to like either fully actually do nothing Mm -hmm. or like power putter around your house. Power putter. Oh, I forgot about that. (laughs) That makes me so happy. I've done it recently. It's great. Um, But yeah, I think there's such an important frame to look at like know when you know you're going to feel burnt out. Mm-hmm. So like, you know what your calendar looks like from a work perspective. You're working on the projects you're working on or whatever, it, it, however it looks mm-hmm. for you. And you know potentially when like something big is going to be due or a big time of frame when it's like, we've accomplished this thing or like the end of a quarter, however it works at your office um, or the work experience that you have. 
and proactively at the start of the project take that time off so that you know you have something that's like a little bit of a reward right. whether that's a, a full-on vacation or just like an extra day to be like i'm going to celebrate this win hopeful win <laughs> definite win <laughs> seeing into the future will be a win mm-hmm. uh as my spa day or my day to just like get all the stuff done or just like sleep in because i know i'm going to be working extra i think that's a great point so so worthwhile I think this is obviously something that we need to work on too, and which is, you know, we bring this stuff to the table because it's things that we're experiencing and we're working on ourselves. And I can definitely stand to work on this. Um, but those tips really helped. And I think like a day, just a day, start with a day and see how it feels and like plan stuff for the day. I feel like for me, that was it, what will really help me is putting all of my like annual appointments, whatever they are, or like my big money stuff, whatever will make me say, okay, this is what you're doing on this day. Like rehabbing your home or like picking up a new puppy, like whatever it is, (laughs) make it. Those are exciting. That seems exciting. None of those things are happening, unfortunately. But I think maybe for me, that's what I'm going to start with is picking a day and then putting like, my dentist appointment, my annual appointments, whatever it is on that day, along with maybe like a check-in with my parents, like a lunch with my mom, lunch Mm -hmm. with my dad, something that I'm like, okay, this is what I'm going to do on this day. It's a fully, it's not just like a do nothing day because I think that for me that would not work. And I appreciate that that's what a lot of people need, but I know that I'd be like, I shouldn't, I should be at work. If I'm doing nothing, I should just be at work. And so I think to combat at at first that initial like guilt feeling, I need to fill it with stuff that will make me feel productive and then hopefully work toward the point where I'm just like, I am just tired and I'm just going to take a day to do nothing. And also free up your actual free time. Yeah. So that you're not spending your work time working and then your free time doing other work exactly yeah so true so true i love this topic i could talk about this forever i'm excited i think um i think we both have a little bit of work to do to think about how not to feel guilty how to take this day and like be excited about the freedom that this allows us and like especially at certain points you get to a certain point in your career where it's like yes you can take a day off. Right. It's right. a day. It's a day. Like, re- remember that. A day, as I've been reminded many, many times, like, nothing will burn to the ground without you there. And if you plan accordingly, everything <laughs> You don't even have to think swimmingly. about that. <laughs> so true. Well, I'm excited to continue this conversation on the internet. You can find us on Instagram at queen underscore speaking, as always. And on the website at queenspeaking.com slash 87 for this episode. I'm excited. Shall we break? Let's break. 